Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, January 23rd, 2020. I'm Broadway World's Matt Simonini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, nice to have you back. Yesterday, uh, you were not on yesterday's show. I was not on yesterday's show. On Tuesday night, you were at 54 Below for the penultimate edition of Tuesdays at 54 with Robbie Rizal. We have an exclusive video of Eden Espinosa singing oh, from God. Falsetto, singing Holding, so on, holding to the Ground. So if you want to check so that good. out, that's in the show notes. But you had some things, perhaps some alcohol-induced things to say <laughs> about Robbie's show on Twitter <laughs> on Tuesday night. So I wanted to give you an opportunity to say those here, oh, where sure. you are a bit more, uh, I mean, I assume, a bit more sober. I can't uh, But also uh, speaking into a microphone. So sure. what, what did you have to say? I mean, okay. So first of all, I had such a great time, especially considering I got to put so many names to faces and faces to voices of people that I've been talking to for months or years. It was really great to see everyone that came out generally it was great to see so many people come out for robbie i mean that room was full last night i think he was even surprised by that i'm seeing it biased as a friend of robbie uh but it's a great show and the room's full and the sense of community was pretty unparalleled to things that i've seen in cabaret before which is a lot a lot a lot a lot of cabaret oh yeah it's kind of ridiculous that it's ending which as you said i tipsily said on social media last night i mean coming from cabaret and talking to so many performers over the years and this was actually the first cabaret i've seen since i left broadway world four months ago uh i know it's incredibly difficult to book a cabaret room like the venues hold you to really ridiculously high standards. And I've just, I've heard, I've had performers come to me essentially when I was an editor asking if I could promote them in one way or another, because you have to, in many, many cases, fill the room on your own without a lot of help from the venue. And that's not necessarily (laughs) what's happening here, but I do think venues can afford to be a lot more supportive with their promotional material and i speaking as an outsider in this case i feel that might be a little bit of what's happening but it's also i mean it's a residency so it's hard to fill the room week after week after week i just hope that it you know has another life somewhere else whether it's in another room that's going to promote it or on some kind of platform i mean i told robbie last night as well that i think it would also unfortunately you you lose the audience and the cabaret feel but it would still work as like an audio project as well yeah the, the issue with audio is the performances um, exactly because yeah you have to no worry it's about incredibly that. difficult but yeah well i mean i'm talking those... about like rights like in terms no, of yeah, being yeah. able to put that stuff in there oh yeah i i would be shocked if uh and i'm not speak. there's no i have no insider information right. robbie did send me some insider information but not about his show um but i would be shocked if there's not a life for this I, there's too many people that love right not only robbie but love what he, he's doing and i i think that there will definitely be a a home for it and obviously if you paid attention broadway world is doing exclusive videos right. from those shows so perhaps um, my employer might help with that in some way or another, hopefully and in the future. God but- knows there's no short 
shortage of performers like because it was people doing their 54 below debut last night and it was also you know everyone up to eden espinoza and ariel jacobs so there are plenty of performers to be found and people as you said people who are willing to come out for robbie just put it somewhere else <laughs> there are plenty of cabaret venues in fact there are cabaret venues that get added every year to the <laughs> fact that there are some that are just hidden in weird restaurants in new york correct yeah. there's there's a home for everything yeah well um we love robbie uh, maybe we can get robbie on next week to talk about or maybe yeah maybe sunday when we record sunday or monday yeah. night to talk about his final show um, I would love that. So, Robbie, uh, I'll hit you up sometime this week to try to get that on the books. But um, going from that uh, to, uh, uh, I don't know if sad news is the right uh, bit from this, but yesterday, Broadway favorite Mandy Gonzalez revealed to in an exclusive interview to People that she is currently fighting breast cancer. Um, yeah. She found out yeah. last uh, fall uh, after a, a, a ultrasound in the spring turned, didn't look so clean. They had her come back six months later. And they diagnosed her with breast cancer. She had surgery a couple weeks later in November, and she has been undergoing treatment since then. Like the fearless badass that Mandy Gonzalez is, she has still been performing as Angelica Schuyler while she's been going uh, through treatment. Um, There is no doubt in my mind that someone as... It's absurd. I I didn't even get out of bed till noon today (laughs) after having two Makers Manhattans. (laughs) Yeah, uh, Manny Gonzalez, my, I've expressed my love for Manny Gonzalez um, a lot on here over the years. Um, not as much, you know, when it, like Hamilton, the stuff was coming up with her. But yeah. uh, I think she's fantastic. And the, the whole fearless thing um, that she did a few years ago with that album and that whole line of, of things that she was doing, I think she's tremendous. And we obviously wish her the best. All right. Um, we also wish everybody in the Patreon the best. We have been running long at the intro here, but go over to patreon.com slash Broadway Radio anyway. All right, Ashley, let's now get into the news. <laughs> Rush to that one. Motor mouth. Um, yesterday, Mr. Testaverde from Saved by the Bell. Um, anyway, oh, wow. Big Saved by the Bell fan here. Anyway, yesterday, producers, including E. Goddard and the current reigning sexiest man alive, John Legend, announced that instead of Charles Randolph Wright and Nona Hendrix's musical, or maybe it's a play with music, I'm not exactly sure. Uh, anyway, their show, Blue, which had previously planned on coming to Broadway, instead of doing that, it will now be playing the historic Apollo Theater in Harlem this spring and summer. Directed by Felicia Rashad, the show will star Tony and Emmy winner Leslie Uggams and Emmy winner Lynn Whitfield, with the rest of the cast being announced shortly. Blue explores the complexities of identity and trust behind the carefully constructed facade of the Clarks, a socially prominent family that is struggling with the legacy and pitfalls of their own good fortune. Infused with a searing jazz and soul score, Blue celebrates the love and spirit of a family coming to terms with itself. The show previously played Washington, D.C.'s arena stage back in 2000, and it played in New York for its New York premiere through Roundabout Off-Broadway in 2001, and Felicia Rashad, now directing, starred in both of those productions. The show will begin performances on April 27th, which means that Leslie Uggams will be in this show when June starts busting out all over. And it is scheduled to run through August 16th. Now, actually, I personally think this sounds wonderful, other than being disappointed yeah. that it won't be on Broadway and then right. obviously have the opportunity for the Tonys and, and all that. Other than that, to have this show 
by these artists starring these two legends that we know this far, and there's probably going to be some other big names uh, attached, I wouldn't be surprised, uh, to have that playing the Apollo Theater is amazing. The only thing that concerns me is how big the Apollo is. It seats more than 1,500 it's people, which is huge. a tough sell yeah. anywhere, yeah. but especially outside of the theater district. But nonetheless, I'm excited to hear how this goes. And um, if I can make it into town over the summer, I will definitely be checking this one out at the Apollo. Oh, God. Yeah, I can't wait to see this. It's just really strange news to me. I mean, God knows I want to see as much good at the Apollo as possible. I know they've been really ramping up their programming over the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and especially theater programming. Yeah, well. exactly. It's it's weird because this was specifically Broadway bound. Like it was just, it seemed like for uh, yeah. a while. Announced multiple times. Yeah, yeah, it seemed like it was just waiting for a theater. Yeah, uh, that's the problem, I think. Uh, yeah, so I guess they just got <laughs> tired of waiting for a theater and they wanted to get this out into the world. I don't know. That, that seems weird to me. Well, but, I would imagine it has to do with availability as well. Uh, maybe know, some yeah. of the stars Absolutely. or Felicia. This is the time they wanted to do it and this was the best option. And if thing. you're not going to be, a, if it's not going to be on Broadway, this seems like as incredible of an option as you could get. Yeah, definitely. I hope the people who usually uh, don't travel above 97th Street will actually <laughs> make it up that way. Yeah, I hope that this becomes a theater intelligentsia type thing where they feel like it's a a a must see red carpet type thing where it, it, you have to make the trip to see this, even yeah. though it might take you a little longer to get there than if you were going to you know somewhere in Midtown. But um, very excited to hear what comes of this one. All right, Ashley, it is time now to say a little bit about our friends over at ExpressVPN. They are sponsoring this week's episodes of Today on Broadway. Uh, I was actually thinking about this uh, this morning at, on Wednesday when we were recording, Ashley. Uh, another thing mm. that we haven't talked about how ExpressVPN can help you um, is when those highly anticipated cast albums for shows that are debuting this year, when they come out later this spring, uh, there's all this talk about, especially when like Hamilton was doing the Hamel drops, about iTunes and different streaming services releasing them at midnight based off of the time zone. Oh, if you have Express VPN, a VPN nice. allows you to show the internet that you are coming from wherever in the world that you would like to. So if you are in, let's say, Sheboygan, Wisconsin, and just to be clear, Sheboygan is the best name of a town in the United States. Correct. So if you're in Sheboygan, Wisconsin, and you can't wait to hear the new cast album or whatever released, you can say that you're in Australia. And you will be able to, to stream that as if you were actually in Sydney. Uh, another thing, if you are one of our many international listeners and you come to the States to see the shows, maybe you actually are up in Harlem to see Blue this summer, you can watch any of the TV shows that you could at home by using ExpressVPN. Not only does it protect your privacy and security online, it is also ridiculously fast. There's never any buffering or lag, and you can stream everything in HD. ExpressVPN also allows you to watch video on your computer, your phone, your tablet, smart TVs, video game systems, wherever you are able to watch video, ExpressVPN can make that happen. If you visit our special link right now, expressvpn.com slash Broadway, you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. So support our show, watch what you want, and protect yourself at expressvpn.com slash Broadway. Support the folks that support us here yes, at Broadway please. Radio. We greatly appreciate it. 
Sheboygan, you're right, may be the best name. I mean, that's great. Like, Sheboygan. I usually, is... my uh, generic random name is Kalamazoo. Also but, good. But also not good. as good as Sheboygan. Also interesting that they are both in the same part of the country in yeah. the upper Midwest. I wonder if they both have... Um, I wonder if those are both Native American Assuming, yeah. terms of some sort, but uh, do love me some Sheboygan. All I know is that Derek Jeter is from Kalamazoo, <laughs> which is why I go with Kalamazoo. Yeah. Well, Not so he random. Also, he, he, he also went to the University of Michigan, so. I'll see. There you go. On that. All right, Ashley, <laughs> yesterday we got another one of those random press releases that just makes you, like, sit, in the words of CNC Music Factory, it's one of the things that make you go, hmm. But apparently, Robert Mark Kamen is working with Drew Gasparini on a musical adaptation of Kamen's screenplay for The Karate Kid, and they are aiming for the Broadway. Japanese director Aman Miyamoto is slated to helm, while Kione and Mari Madrid are set to choreograph. Not much else was announced, Ashley, other than Derek McLean will design the sets. But I said on Twitter that unless this show (laughs) specifically makes clear that Daniel-san is the true villain (laughs) of this film, as the internet has rightly proven, and as the YouTube Red series Cobra Kai has confirmed, if they have not made him the villain, I don't want anything to do with this musical. It will be sacrilege, (laughs) and and, uh, (laughs) it, it will be unworthy of the late, great uh, Pat Morita, uh, and he will be turning over in his grave. That is so. absolutely one thing I can get behind with this musical. <laughs> Daniel Sun's the villain. It's Seriously, true. if you so if you true. rewatch it, you will see it. And if you don't believe me, go to YouTube, type it in, Daniel, villain, Karate Kid, you will be proven. Oh, God, there's wrong. video after video after video on I mean, that. You, you can't Pe- argue with people that. People got time, yeah. Everything on the internet is true. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We're on the internet. Exactly. That's uh, what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. One thing I wanted to point out, Ashley, is a recommendation. Yesterday, the cast for Girl from the North Country's Broadway debut performed for the press. And we've got videos. Um, it, they're mostly the same couple songs, but uh, I have two videos in the show notes if you want to check things out. We've got... Um, Slow Train and License to Kill, which is kind of like a mashup in there. Then we've also got uh, The Hurricane in there, um, Idiot Wind, uh, Slow Train Coming, a lot of kind of mashups. Uh, you and I have very different opinions about this show. Actually, I love it off, which off we just Broadway. Dis- before we, discuss- we discussed before was, yeah. we even got on air. So Yeah, we. I really enjoyed it off Broadway. I actually love the London cast album even more than I... Uh, like the off-Broadway version uh, of the show. I actually like the sound of the off, of the London cast album better than I like the sound of these voices in particular. But it might just be mm. that this is kind of like a very small... This isn't like the full very orchestra possible. or anything. Yeah. Uh, not that there's an orchestra, but the full band. This is very small and intimate. But um, I really I really liked it off-Broadway. I don't know if you can say I enjoyed it. But uh, while Michael Riedel, for some reason, hates this show and will probably write multiple things trying to harpoon it, <laughs> uh, I didn't find I didn't it. Re- I didn't realize he hated it. Oh, yeah. He always talks about, like, slitting your wrists watching it, which I, to me, like, it's yes, it's, a, it's, it's, yeah. it's dramatic, but, like, but, what I mean, is a lot it? of shows. Right, exactly. But Has also, he like, not seen another show on Broadway I know, Seriously. <laughs> But when I talked with Mark Kudish um, during the off-Broadway run uh, for Tell Me More, like every single person in this character, despite the fact that it's in 
not too far from Sheboygan and Kalamazoo in Minnesota in the Great Depression, every single character is optimistic. Every single sure. character has a plan to get out of their current circumstances. And that to me was, it was about the human spirit. Um, and then there's also some really cool kind of allegorical things woven in that you don't really get until the end sure. of the show. Sure. But I really appreciated it. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure if I'm going to see it on my next trip just because I don't see shows multiple times, but like just the fact that I'm considering seeing it again tells you how much I enjoyed it. Uh, enjoyed it originally. For sure. And as you said, we have differing opinions, but the one thing I will say is that I can listen to it over and over again. Like totally. I, uh, my first thought when I saw it in London was this would make a better song cycle than anything else. Yeah. And, and it's, I mean, it's clearly, I mean, it's very much more, it, you can make the argument that this is a play with music rather than a musical. And sure. I, I, I don't think that that diminishes the quality no, of the work. Yeah, no. um, but I think that's an interesting discussion. Not that it matters really, but I think that's an interesting discussion. And I'll be very interested to hear what a Broadway crowd thinks of it rather than a public theater crowd. Um, mm -hmm. the, yeah, the, the reviews were more muted at the public than I anticipated, but I'll be honest with you. When you look at the slate of shows this year, actually, like, I think this is one of the two or three leaders for best musical, um, just because of what's playing this year. I don't see, uh, I mean, and obviously yeah. there's a ton of things still to open, so we don't know, but right. just handicapping and, and forecasting. I could very well see this being something that runs away with best musical. It's very possible. Maybe not, yeah. maybe it's not as good as, as. Uh, as Hades Town or Hamilton or even Dear Evan Hansen, um, although I have my issues with that one too, um, just because of what then, else is, yeah. is 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 out there this year. So I think it'll be very interesting to see how this plays to the Broadway audience. But going to be an interesting year. Yes, it will. The the, the awards are going to be very super interesting this season. But all right, actually, let's close up the show with some more show and casting news. First up on Wednesday, Manhattan Concert Productions announced the complete cast for the upcoming one night only concert of Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, joining the previously announced Noah Galvin as Joseph and the aforementioned Eden Espinosa, Jessica Vosk and Alex Newell splitting the narrator role will be Chuck Cooper as Jacob Merle Dandridge as Pharaoh. I love that. Uh, Andy yeah, right. Carl as Andy, yeah, Andy Carl as Potiphar, and of course Orfe as Potiphar's wife, Brooks Ashmanskas as the baker, yes. Gavin Lee as the butler, yes. and as amongst the group playing Joseph's brothers are J. Armstrong Johnson as Reuben, Bonnie Milligan as Gad, Michael Kilgore as Judah, Jason Gote as Issachar, Julia Madison as Levi, like. The, Tiffany Mann as Asher, like they really <laughs> how you went cast all a concert. out. Yeah, yes, this is exactly how you cast a concert. This uh, is, I love this. Uh, this is someone got a hold of my dream casting journal, but decided <laughs> to go with a different show. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like they read the list of names, but not the show choice. Yeah, I love Joseph. Joseph has a special place. Yeah, in my heart, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I know you love anything ALW. Yeah, he's my fave, obviously. <laughs> the concert will be held at Lincoln Center on February seventeenth, just a few hours after I fly home to Orlando. No. <laughs> also, the same night as oh, Broadway no. sings Queen at Town Hall, mm, but mm, whatever, mm, mm. didn't schedule that properly. But anyway, You're bad at scheduling trips. <laughs> I did well. There's too much like literally there i could stay like if i anyway that's another conversation and next up but speaking of airplane travel yesterday it was announced that rachel tucker will return to new york to play captain beverly bass in the broadway production of come from away she currently plays the role in the west end version her stint on broadway begins on march 3rd on make sure that's correct 
March 3rd. Yeah, March 3rd. Uh, on Wednesday, we also learned that following a critic's pick from the Grey Lady, Emoji Land has extended and will now play through March 19th. And finally, Ashley, yesterday, Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS announced that their annual Broadway Backwards concert will come from the New Amsterdam Theater on March 16th of this year. Already confirmed to perform to perform are original Beverly Bass, Jen Colella, Gavin Creel, Darren Chris, Ariana DeBose, Andrew Reynolds, and Kathleen Turner. I was just saying, awesome. quite the list, and then we yeah. hit the last one. And I one of these things is not chair. like the other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, not that Kathleen Turner isn't a Broadway person no, and even a, a musical person, but it's just like normal Broadway concert people, normal Broadway concert people. Miss Kathleen Turner. Icon Kathleen Turner, which is awesome. But anyway, tickets are now on sale and proceeds benefit Broadway Cares and the Lesbian, Gay, Bisexual, and Transgender Community Center in New York City. Always a fantastic event every year, Ashley. Love the event. Love all those people. And, of course, love both of those organizations. So here's hoping to be there. Were you a Friends fan? No. No, okay, because I I, I, <laughs> I I wasn't either, but I got it was around. I was of the formative age when it was airing. Did did Kathleen Turner play a transgender character on Friends? I do not know that. Yeah, I, did she, I think that she would played, be upsetting. <laughs> she played a parent of one of the friends who trans. I I'm I am probably really misremembering that, but I that struck me when I. Talked about the lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender community center. That seems this was the very, 90s. I was going to say, that seems, I, it's not really progressive, but it seems progressive for Friends, which had, like, no black people in it. So. That's correct. Well, there, <laughs> in the Maybe. 90s, there were, in the 90s, there were no people of color in New York. Oh, there. yeah, obviously. Yeah. For sure. Anyway. All right, that's all we have for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWB Matt. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, this is Ashley. All right, also don't forget to head over to patreon.com slash Broadway Radio, broadwayradio.com slash Patreon, and please support those who support us. Head over to expressvpn.com slash Broadway, and if it's not Micro Machines, it's not the real thing. 